Welcome to Enigma Zone. Today's podcast is about the Dead Children's Playground in Huntsville, Alabama. This playground is fascinating. The reason I wanted to do this episode about it was because I saw it first on the Travel Channel. I was watching this show called My Paranormal Experience or something of that nature. They basically show a lot of different paranormal videos and stories people have and there's commentators there that are paranormal investigators or like people in that field. <laughs> this park is fascinating because it's located inside or right next to a cemetery, like literally right next to it. I think I've read that you need to go through the cemetery to access the playground and then to get out of it. It is nicknamed the Dead Children's Playground by the locals for more than one reason. The official name of this park is Drost Park and it is located inside Maple Hill Cemetery, which is which is the largest cemetery in the state of Huntsville. And if I'm not mistaken, it has over like 80 acres of land. It was first established in 1822. And at one point, they wanted to expand or make room for more graves in the cemetery. So they wanted to remove this playground to create more space for deceased people. However, the public refused and they became upset locals when the park and the swing sets and the slides were going to be removed and the park was going to be closed. So the city decided to keep the dead children's playground where it is and even buy new play equipment for kids. I just found it so interesting and bizarre how they're why is there a park instead of cemetery? That's just kind of eerie. Obviously, it depends on people's point of view. If you think cemeteries are peaceful and beautiful in a way, I understand. Um, a lot of people like to s- stroll through cemeteries or jog inside of them or just walk. And some people might find that creepy. I myself, I've never done that. Um, But I guess as long as you're not being disrespectful and walking on top of the actual gravestones or anything like that, that should be fine. It's a resting place and it could be seen as one of peace, I guess. Anyway. One of the reasons why it's named the Dead Children's Playground is because it is said that it is haunted. (laughs) Not surprising, it's right next to a cemetery. But it is said to be haunted by children. I'm getting chills. There's been people who have recorded and captured on video or photographs lights, some apparitions, and even have caught swings swinging back and forth alone like if there was a child on the swing.
one family visited this cemetery and this particularly this park it was a man with his daughter she was probably like seven and she was swinging on one of the sets on the swing sets by herself playing around and he just found it odd how she started he started noticing that his daughter was kind of having conversations with nothing and children have a wild imagination I think we all have an imaginary friend as kids and some of us as adults <laughs> but um so it might be difficult to I guess distinguish the two but if this this child apparently the way he the, her father spoke was she's never did that you know so she was swinging on a swing and I think he caught her in video and she's just like talking to the swing next to her like if there's someone there obviously the swing that's next to her is empty and it's not swinging it's but he just found it interesting there's been reports of touching some people claim that they feel like a cold hand on their neck or just like breath near their ear and it spooks them and they run for it like I said, it is more common to see visitors that are more interested in the paranormal than children or teenagers that find it fascinating that want to go to this park in late hours. So it's pretty eerie. One video, I think you can find it online, was of a recording of the swing set. There was nobody there. Obviously, there was a person recording the swing set, but there was nobody on the swing, and it was swinging back and forth, and it looked like there was weight on the swing, if that makes sense. You know, the seat of the swing are like uh, rubber, a flexible rubber strip, I suppose, and when someone sits down, a child or an adult, it curves into a U shape, obviously, depending on the weight of the person. So it kind of looked like there was somebody there, but there was nothing. He said he was visiting the cemetery, I think, and just was walking by the playground and noticed it. So he pulled out his camera. That was pretty creepy. So back to one of the reasons why it is nicknamed the Dead Children's Playground is because it, legend has it, this is an urban legend, that in the 1940s, I've also read that in the 1960s, so give or take, there was an alleged serial killer in this area that would kill children along the town and then dispose of them right where this children's playground is located, in the quarry. Like I mentioned, this children's cemetery has a quarry. I'm not sure if I mentioned it in this recording, but I tried to record this episode earlier. Um, so yeah, quarries, and it has like a, it's like a rock wall kind of thing, and it's like 20 to 30 feet. And that allegedly the serial killer back then would dispose of the bodies there and there supposedly legend has it once again that there are children buried in this cemetery so it is common for them to visit this playground <laughs> getting chills one thing that i just wanted to talk about as well was that when I first like I said um 
saw or heard about the cemetery playground on TV, one of the com- com- commentators, can't say the word, commentators, I think she was a paranormal expert or something of that nature. And she mentioned how it is common that children who have passed away can be seen or are stuck on earth in our reality, in our realm. And that's why there are so many reports of children, paranormal or ghost children around the world. It's because she thinks, or the way she put it, was that children who pass as kids don't have a notion of spirituality. And that's why they are stuck and they can't move on. And I just found that to be so creepy and fascinating. If this is the first episode you listen to in Enigma Zone, please subscribe and listen to our other episodes. I This episode was created to talk about everything and anything that is paranormal, true crime, history, and just weird stuff. I've made some episodes on the Book of Enoch, and I want to make some episodes on, like, spirituality, more in the sense of theorizing about it, about more about our experience as humans and what is what can be real or not, you know, so it's not... It's not a podcast episode, or I don't want to make podcast episodes trying to push a belief onto someone. It's more of a, I love to read, I like to learn, I like to explore and theorize, and just spirituality and the spirit world is something that I find fascinating too. So back to this story. What she said really caught me off guard because... And it made me think it made me think of this YouTube lady. I think I've spoken to, about her in another episode. I don't remember which one, but uh, her name is Marcy Spiritual Guide. She's on YouTube. She says that she's a medium. Take this with a grain of salt. I don't necessarily believe in mediums. Well, I didn't before. But recently, I've just been, again, just thinking and, and reading, being trying to be more open-minded, I guess. I tend to lean more on the skeptic in everything. But she was saying how she helps find missing kids. There was, oh, now I know. I made a case, an episode about a case uh, from this little girl called Dulce Maria Alaves, and it's on my podcast. Please check it out. I made one in Spanish, and I made one in English. And in both, I think I talk about this lady. She says that she made contact with her spirit, with a child spirit. She says that she thinks she's passed away, that she was kidnapped from a park, talking about a park, from a park in New Jersey, and was abused and killed and buried in a forest area in the town where she went missing. Her body has yet to be found. There are no clues as to her disappearance. 
it's a very interesting and disturbing case that is ongoing. So please check it out. But anyway, this woman, she says she's a medium and she she actually said that she's helped find another missing child who passed away and that she led the parents to the exact location of the body. And she even has receipts in the sense of proof of texting the father of the child and like and, and, and him texting back of her like to her and the communication between the two that led to the discovery of the child where she said she had seen him in her mind or in her mediumship. So she's tried to make contact with this child, Dulce. And she says that the child, her spirit is where her grave is. Again, they haven't found her body. And they've actually, by they I mean like the, the police and like search groups, volunteer groups have gone to the location that this medium told them to and kind of tried to look for the child and they never found anything. This medium says that the child insists that she's in that area. However, the area where she says she's buried is very, very large, probably acres and acres and acres. And it's all forest area and that they need to dig so... You know, I don't think they did that. They just went around looking, you know? Anyway, she says that the child is by her grave. That she doesn't want to leave. Her spirit doesn't want to go. And that she has talked to her. And she says that's an issue that happens with children who are who are dead. And whose spirit hasn't gone. This woman, the medium, believes in heaven. So she says who haven't gone to heaven. And that she told the child, you need to leave. This is an ugly place. You know, don't stay here. Just go to the light. Go to the light. She And uh, she instructed the child's spirit to pray to her guardian angel and her spirit guide. That's what this name says. I'm a skeptic with everything, but now I'm like, I'm open. I'm trying to be open-minded. Anyway. So, and the child tells her, I can't leave. I can't leave because if I do, my mom won't find me. Like if they go looking for her body, they won't find her. This woman says that the child does know that she is dead, but that her spirit doesn't want to go because she thinks that if she leaves her gravesite, when they find her, like they won't be able to find her. She doesn't know that her body will remain there, but that she knows that she is gone. It's, it's, interesting to say the least so it back to this dead children's playground and the paranormal investigator who put forth that theory that the reason why so many ghost children are spotted everywhere or like more prominently heard or seen is because they have no notion of spirituality they don't know how to leave and that's why they're stuck in it and with that it, it, it made me think to it made me want to think like whether you're spiritual or not I guess this I'm looking right now I'm looking at things from a spiritual standpoint as a as someone who believes not saying that I'm a believer but you know what I mean so if you don't that's fine but I'm just this is just a theory So, 
Well, who's to say, obviously, that this paranormal person and obviously the medium is telling the truth? I mean, there is a possibility 50-50 that they could be making assumptions of, uh, of this spirit world and ch- children, dead children, because of how they think, how they view the world, their own spirituality that obviously can be biased, you know? Um, but let's look at it from a neutral standpoint. For example, if we give them the benefit of the doubt, like the medium and the paranormal investigator who said, you know, yes, children, ghosts are always are more common than adult ones because they don't know about the spirit world and therefore they're stuck. They don't know how to leave. Let's say if we believe in that theory. Let's say we believe in mediums and some mediums, because I do think there's some people that are sensitive to whatever energy there is. I do think a lot of them are not true mediums and they maybe want to make money or whatever but let's give them the benefit of the doubt when it looking at spirituality and ghosts or yeah sorry this doesn't make any sense i'm trying to explain myself as best as i can um so what if it's true what if it's true that there is something what if it's true that the spirit world does exist whether it, it can be, whether you believe in nirvana, in heaven, in whatever it is. It doesn't necessarily have to be the Christianity version of like heaven. Or, you know what I mean? It's, let's just acknowledge there's a spirit world. Let's say that indeed, like the medium said, we do have a spirit guide and a guardian angel. Some people believe in both. Some people don't believe in anything, which is fine. Um I've read that a lot of people think, even pagans, even, not all pagans, I'm sure, but some pagans, even Christians, even even Buddhists, whatever religion you're part of, or if you're not, that's fine. I've read that theories say that everyone has a spirit guide, at least one. They say that a spirit guide was at one point human. When, where... We don't know, but that they've reached the level, I want to say, of enlightenment or maybe even perfection that after their death, they were, I don't know what what other word to pick, worthy enough to become a spirit guide for human beings. And that supposedly these spirit guides, some are men, some are women, are with us before we're even born, that our soul makes a contract with them. This is what the medium says. And I've, and I've heard that from mo- multiple people that I've like read about or seen videos about or whatnot, <laughs> that they're with us throughout our whole life. I've also read that we also have one guardian angel who is an angelic being, that they were never human. This medium says that as well. They state that, and I've heard this through listen to a podcast which is a great podcast called psychic teachers all one word like those two words combined no spaces and enlightened empath that they and one of them is a pagan so i find this interesting they think that guardian angels and angels archangels as well transcend religions that they work for a higher good whatever that is, that could be the Christian God, if you believe in it, or something else, but that they can work with people of different religions, even people that are atheists. Everyone, needless to say, everyone has a guardian angel. 
So anyway, this tangent is going all over the place. I just find it fascinating how, let's say this is true. And it makes me think, I come from a, I was raised Roman Catholic. Um, I, I don't consider myself really Catholic or religious anymore. I haven't for so many years. But, but I mean, as a child, my parents talked to me about God, about Jesus, about guardian angels, etc. And when it comes to this investigator saying that a lot of children don't have the notion of spirituality, that's why they're stuck. I was thinking, could it be that because as children, maybe many children aren't, their parents don't talk to them about it. Like, let's say, you know, they don't talk to them about maybe having a guardian angel or praying or heaven or nirvana, whatever it is that you believe in. Or could it be that they themselves as children, they're too young, too innocent to be awakened or mindful enough to explore themselves, explore for themselves about spirituality. Does that even make sense? You know, let's say, for example, an older person passes. They've lived their whole life. They've grown into adulthood. They've probably had experiences with spirituality, religion, faith, whatever it is. And they might have that. So let's say they pass. Theory, they know they're gone. Their spirit knows or has faith or believes in a higher power. And they go cross to the light, whatever the light might lead to. Children don't know that, so they get stuck. That's really sad. And in a way, I feel like it kind of makes sense. Because when I first saw the show, I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know? maybe Let's say maybe the children's parents do tell them about spirit spirituality. I don't know. But... What if they don't? What if you have to believe it for yourself? And when you're a kid, a lot of kids, maybe they don't understand. And at the same time, they don't want to, like this medium said when it came to this child, Dulce, that disappeared in New Jersey, that she claims that she's deceased. We don't know whether she's deceased, but that's that's her opinion through her mediumship. She says that the child said to her, allegedly, that she doesn't want to leave because she's afraid that her mother won't find her body. She equates both. Like, she doesn't know about spirituality. And the medium says that that's a problem with a lot of children, ghosts, that when they die as children, a lot of the time they're stuck because they, for the same reason, she said, that they kind of don't know. They can't differentiate between maybe life and death, or maybe they can't differentiate about spirituality, the spirit world, or not. And she says that she's tried to guide a lot of children to the other side because they're lost. But the medium said, she has said that a lot of children don't know that they're dead. Some do, some don't. And the ones that don't know also get stuck here. So it's like, I just think it's a fascinating topic and obviously who knows what the truth is and I think that's the beauty of everything is just to question explore and all of that so it, in a way I feel like the way they made they talked about it and the way 
it, it does kind of make sense. Like, maybe there is something out there, you know? Um, and I was a skeptic when it came to ghosts. And part of me wants to still is a little bit, like, I want to disprove it. What people, what everyone else might think is paranormal. <clears throat> Sorry. If you listen to the episode where titled A Haunting in South Texas in my podcast, check it out. It's a story about my my brother his house was haunted by a ghost of a child and when this first happened we didn't really believe him we were we were thinking like you're lying but there's no way like we've never experienced anything like that he has he's experienced weird things like and I've always said that I think that this brother we're gonna call him brother number two has he's like sensitive to whatever energy there is spirit world there is because throughout his life he's had weird experiences but anyway check that episode out he even got scratched like his daughter says that she she saw this little girl ghost she thought it was her sister but it wasn't she says that the little girl ghost insisted let's go play let's go play and pulled on her hand My, my niece was like watching tv and it was, the lights were off, so she thought it was her other sister. When she turned around, it wasn't her sister. It was a ghost. It was a girl that she never seen before. And she says that she had a burnt face. It was a whole thing. I mean, and I don't think my brother's a liar. I don't think he would lie about something like that. Sorry, I was drinking soda. So, sorry for that tangent on the dead, child, dead children's playground. But I just found it fascinating. Um, so if you're in Huntsville, Alabama, maybe you can check it out. I would love to go just to see the playground. But like I said, a lot of people do say, and there's been videos of people catching lights in the dark and swinging, swing, does that make sense? <laughs> Things like that. And it's eerie it's really eerie if you look at you can google it and it's pretty creepy and fascinating and check it out so sorry about that long tangent I think that is it for now I do want to say that please take everything with a grain of salt um like I said I just like to theorize and really think of what the possibilities about spirits and paranormal and the spirit world and life and whatnot so please subscribe to this podcast maybe I can go more in depth with this type of topic maybe with my boyfriend because he seems to be more organized (laughs) but um subscribe to this podcast and thank you for listening